Chapter 18 Through desire a man, having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with ignominy reproach. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked, to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a tale-bearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runneth into it, and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and as an high wall is his own conceit. Before destruction the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh, and searcheth him. The lot causeth contentions to cease, and parteth between the mighty. A brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. The poor useth entreaties, but the rich answereth roughly. A man that hath friends must shew himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Greetings and welcome once again to Prison News. I'm your host. Glad to have you stop by. Folks, this is another kind of a sad one. I hate you, says a mother, as she hopes that her daughter's killer leaves prison in a body bag. Of course, the, the killer was living with them all this time. Yeah, this is sad. Now, this is one that the uh, white supremacist guys use this a lot as a poster child about mixed-race people living with white people and this and that. I don't want to go into that part, but Grand Rapids, Stacy Hilton wanted to focus on her daughter, McKenna, 18 years old, not on her half-brother, Savone. Shumless, her killer. The young woman touched the lives of many. She said she was caring. She says uh, during the court sentencing, she says, you took my baby. You'll always, she'll be the baby, the only thing I loved her so much. Then she turned toward Shumless. He was 16 when he strangled her daughter at a thrill killing, I guess, at their home, their, their home in Lamberton Lake Apartments, then left her body on the avenue out by Emerald Lake. I hate you, I'll never forgive you. McKenna did nothing to you. You deserve what you did for what you did to her. And, of course, there's a picture of him standing here. He's the mixed-race participant with his head down in a jail pose. 
his attorney's got a look of a PS bulldog, and uh, you know they're they're going through the motions here. Shumas was sentenced on way back in October 30th, uh, 200 years, in, well, that's just a few days ago, years in, in court by Kent County Judge George Quincet. Now, Shumas pleaded guilty to first-degree murder with the prosecutor recommending a minimum sentence of 30 to 40 years. Based on U.S. Supreme Court rulings, a juvenile convicted for first-degree murder no longer carries a mandatory penalty of life in prison without hope for parole. We just had a guy get out here on yesterday's news, I believe it was, who got out on one of these things. He was young. when he, Once they get that murder rage in him, it never comes out. Uh, I'll stand by those words. You ask him, do you feel like killing again? Now, I'm talking about a thrill killer who lives with the family or lures somebody out on a deal and then uh, goes down for is convicted of a death sentence of a, being a murderer as a teen, and then he's released. I have yet to find one where he's led a stable and balanced life. If I am, call in and I'll, pl I'll post it. I'll, I'll admit that I'm wrong. Now, he's got to be convicted of killing somebody, do some heavy time, and then release because he's okay now. It's not in his blood. And then, and then die a natural, a natural death. I'll put it on here right now. Anyway, based on U.S. Supreme Court rulings, a juvenile conviction for first-degree murder, we already know that. Uh, Schumas was asked if he wanted to talk. He said no. There's a picture of the nice girl. She's a very you know, blue-eyed girl, nice-looking girl. Has a nice photograph. And during the thrill killing when he strangled her, he just says it was a reprehensible act. He's remorseful. That's all. He doesn't want to talk about anymore. Doesn't want to talk about anymore. Over at the Eastwood High School, uh, they called it one of the most horrific crimes they'd ever seen down there. There's another picture here, him being pointed by a big old officer saying, boy, you're going to sit right over there. And he's looking like, okay, I'll sit over there. Photograph here. Uh, people say they don't know what what possessed him to take the life, take her life. This is where the racial people come into. We don't want to get into that. Talked about he was hateful and evil, he, that he doesn't deserve any more chances. Uh, the father finally found his tongue. The mom did all the talking. Dad quoted a Bible verse. Uh, Corinthians 13:7 says, "Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance." And that's it. He says, and sat down, and that was it. That's all he could say for his daughter. Mom had to do the talking. Now, Melissa Schneider, the aunt, at least she had a little bit more to say to remember that beautiful girl that was killed. She wanted to honor McKenna. She said she was a beautiful person inside and out. She wanted to be remembered for her joy goofiness and even her sense of humor and her grace and compassion. Dad couldn't find the words. Dad couldn't find the words. Well, folks, I could go into this. The grandparents talk about it. You know, this is called prison news for a reason. This is a resource. You know, you women out there who are what we call single moms trying to raise a daughter, I'm very sorry for you. It must be tough. But, you know, if your daughter is dating an inmate or pen palling with an inmate, I've already reported once about a woman who was doing that. She was found. Her bloody car was found. You, This is called, you need to sit down and have your daughter. And I, I believe it's happened at least on two occasions. Say, you're going to sit down and listen to prison news, young lady. You're not going to be writing those inmates, those pen pal letters anymore. So a show like this has a, has a, it's like a little seasoning. It doesn't take much of it, but you need some of it to start waking up to what's going out there, start being careful, staying away from these inmates, and leading a good and a wholesome life. And you know, Dad at least said a Bible verse. Could you say one? I hope you can. God bless all of you. It's prison news. Be careful out there. Bye for now.